Let go of everyday worries and find your calm with positive prayer from Silent Unity, the newest in voice-activated technology, available on any Alexa-enabled device like the Amazon Echo. Each prayer and meditation on positive prayer will help strengthen, guide, and comfort you. To enable it, just say, Alexa, open positive prayer. You can ask for a specific prayer on topics like healing, prosperity, and comfort. Give it a try today. Practical Spirituality Positive Messages This is Unity Online Radio The Voice of an Awakening World Welcome to the Yoga Hour Offering insights and practices for spiritually, consciously living today Here's your host, Yogacharya, Ellen Grace O'Brien Welcome to the Yoga Hour. I'm Dr. Laurel Trujillo, co-host and producer of the show. And our topic today is meditation and prayer in difficult times. Meditation and prayer can help us to draw on our inner peace and strength. So at this challenging time in the world, this time of coronavirus, how can we deepen our connection to God and the world? So I'm here today with our guest, Reverend Charles Taylor. Reverend Taylor has been the senior minister at the Universal Truth Center, a Christian-based New Thought Church in Miami Gardens, Florida, and he's been there since 2016. Actually, I think it's you've been there since 1982, right? Yes, I'm a charter member. Yes. Yes, exactly. So the the uh, uh, ministry had its inception in 1982 with its founder, Dr. Rever- sorry, Reverend Dr. Mary Tumpkin, and mm-hmm. UTC is affiliated with the Universal Foundation for Better Living. I did want to mention that uh, Reverend Tumpkin was a special friend to CSE and to Yogacharya O'Brien. I know Reverend uh, Dr. Mary Tumpkin came to, to the Center for Spiritual Enlightenment many times and taught, and I know Yogacharya also came your way and has taught there at UTC. So it's delightful to have you on the show with us today. Thank you. It is an honor and a pleasure mm. to, to be uh, on the show and to connect once again with you. Yes. So before we dive into our dialogue about meditation and prayer, let's start with a moment of contemplation. Oh. So let's begin by bringing ourselves present right here, right now into this present moment and just taking a moment to feel our bodies in space, feel all of the surfaces that support us, whether we're standing, walking, sitting, just feel all of the places that your body is supported. And with that, let's turn our attention to the breath which is such a wonderful tool for us. It's always with us and can help us bring ourselves present right here, right now. So just notice as you take a fully conscious breath, as you inhale and exhale. On the inhale, feeling the cool air in the nostrils. And on the exhale, the warm air flowing out 
And as we rest in this moment, here's something to contemplate, taken from Yogacharya O'Brien's Book of Inspirations, Living for the Sake of the Soul. With spiritual maturity, we stop asking God to fix things for us. Instead, we learn to lean into the light to cultivate the conscious awareness of spiritual sufficiency and divine grace already at work in our life. With spiritual maturity, we stop asking God to fix things for us. Instead, we learn to lean into the light to cultivate the conscious awareness of spiritual sufficiency and divine grace already at work in our life. We see through the chaos of challenges by affirming that a higher harmony is unfolding. We bring that inner harmony into expression, first through our faith in the transformative power of spirit, then through our conscious cooperation to do the next right thing that we know to do. Through it all, we trust that all is well. This keeps our mind clear and our heart receptive to the divine guidance that is waiting to pour forth and fill the chalice of our consciousness. So Reverend Charles Taylor, once again, welcome to the Yoga Hour. It's, as I said, just delightful to have you here on the show and to discuss this important topic with you. So you're a minister, you lead a congregation, and I'm sure that you're aware uh, that right now there's a lot of confusion and fear that people are feeling. So what spiritual advice are you giving to your congregation at this time? Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Laura, for for having me on the show again, and I do want to acknowledge uh, Yokochara O'Brien and send her my love and and high regards. Um, thank you very much again. Yes, uh, we we are as we breathe into this moment. We we are really living in some, in some uncertain times. Um, Indeed, yeah. Yeah, it, it, it appears to be so. It appears to be that we are living in uncertain times. And I was telling my congregation this past Sunday that even though it appears that we are living in uncertain times, we've always lived in uncertain times. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. um, life life itself is uncertain. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I reminded them that, uh, you know, of a song, uh, everything must change. Mm-hmm. Nothing stays the same. So during this time, it appears that we are in acceler- accelerated change. Right. And, and now is a good time, really, um, to, to be anchored in the awareness of, of who you are and uh, to be anchored in the awareness that even though life itself is uncertain, there is something a power that is certain that we can lean on and depend upon. And that's the presence of God that's within us. Mm. And so I, I remind my congregation often 
you know, we 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 do a daily prayer now. We, we've been doing a daily prayer uh, for the last week or so, and and we get we started to prayer with the scripture uh, as a reminder that God has not given us His spirit of fear, but of power and of sound mind. And if we stay anchored in the truth of who we are, stay anchored in the truth that even though the life itself seems to be uncertain, that we can know that this is really, in the, in the long run, working for our greater good. Mm-hmm. That something mm-hmm. good will come out of this, and something good is emerging from this. And we just have to stay quiet and to see what, what is trying to emerge out of this. That's good for all of us. Yes, very, very well said, that certainty, that connection to the divine within, that's so beautiful. So when we booked you as a guest, which was a couple of months ago, you and I were already planning to talk about meditation, but of course, now we're in the midst of this, as you were saying, accelerated change. So um, how has the importance of having a daily prayer and meditation practice changed in your view? Well, or ha- um, or has it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, meditation and prayer has always uh, been important to me. Uh, but I find that now that I have a deeper appreciation for the practice of meditation and prayer, because mm-hmm. as a as a leader, uh, I, I find that I, I have to be more grounded as my Congregation call, calls upon me for for direction and for assurance and and so forth. So I have to stay more grounded and, and just be more uh, well awake, more conscious of my practice and of the truth of my being. So I would say that I'm, I just appreciate my practice more. You know, it's always been important. I just seem to have a deeper appreciation for it now to to stay grounded. But more than ever, uh, we all need to stay grounded and anchored in the knowingness, again, of, of who we are, that we are not victims of, of what's going on, um, but we are victors. We can be victors over this. But we have to stay grounded and not allow the winds of change to, to blow us about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's great. So uh, Paramahansa Yogananda was the Indian guru who brought the teachings of Kriya Yoga to the West in 1920. This is the uh, 100th anniversary of, of that, of him bringing uh, the teachings of Kriya Yoga to the West. One of the many things that he said about meditation is I, I particularly like this quote, meditation is that special form of concentration in which the attention has been liberated from restlessness and is focused on God. Meditation, therefore, is concentration used to know God. So with what you said earlier, of course, it's how important it is for us each to be grounded, you know, grounded in that awareness of who we are. You know, for me, that's really underlined the importance and caused me to rededicate myself not just to daily practice, but to a little bit more intensive practice, a little bit more, but longer, you know, period of meditation, just knowing, as you said, how important it is for us each to be grounded and anchored in that reality every day. Yes, yes, 
it, it, yeah. it, it, it is very important. Yes. Yeah. And yes. And, um, you know, for me, um, I have found that um, meditation uh, is very important because uh, for me, in I, I was I was thinking about this the other day. Uh, there's a story um, told of, of Buddha. Uh, I don't know if it's how true it is or not, but uh-huh. Buddha was uh, was asked a, a, a question. He was asked, uh, "What what have you gained from meditation?" And Buddha replied, "Nothing. Hmm. However, however, let me tell you what I've lost." Mm-hmm. And he, he he went on to say, "I've I've lost uh, anger, depression, mm-hmm. insecurity, mm-hmm. fear of old age and death." So, for me, um, my my practice, especially recently, I've I have noticed a a greater sense of surrender mm-hmm. uh, during my meditation. Uh, I've I've lost. For myself, trying to control what I can't control, right, and and just learn to be with what is, be with what is, mm. and more than ever, uh, again, I, uh, I know these times seem to be uh, accelerated uncertainty and so forth, but one of the ways for us to move through this is for us to just be with what is and don't resist what is and don't try to control what you can't control you know i'm 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 reminded of the prayer of serenity which i recite often you know it says god grant me the serenity to accept the things i cannot change the courage to change the things i can and the wisdom to know the difference Absolutely. Yeah, and meditation is a good way for us to learn to be with what is in life. Yeah. yeah, that practice of surrender that you're talking about, so interesting that you bring that up. There are, are three main practices of Kriya Yoga that are outlined in Patanjali's Yoga Sutras, and they are self discipline which is arranging conditions in our lives to experience what we've been talking about, to know God, Um, self-study, studying ourselves, studying our reactions. And the third one is self-surrender, which is exactly what you're talking about. And, and it's interesting. One of the, um, one of the yoga sutras speaks to this, uh, particularly it talks about how the most important things are uh, steadiness of practice and, non-attachment to outcomes, basically, letting yes. just what you said, accepting things the way they are, what it is, Correct. is, and, but we can, uh, as you said earlier, which I thought was so beautiful, we can anchor to our deeper true self, to yes. the our connection to the divine, to that which is unchanging in this world of accelerated change. It's particularly important. Right, it is very important, very important, and, and you know, and I was I was also thinking that we also need to, especially especially those who are in truth and and, uh, and spirituality and so forth, 
we we also need to make room for our humanity. Mm. You know, meaning that a lot of times we want things to be perfect and just be 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 the way we think it should be. And we during this time especially, we need to make room for our humanity. And as I was driving in this morning um, to the office, I was thinking, you know, really uh, we are going through a lot of changes on a societal level, individually, and so forth. And we really need to make room to grieve, to grieve, and to have a healthy grieving for ourselves, individually and societally. Uh, because there are a lot of changes going on. And, mm-hmm. of course, you know, um, grief is the reaction that we all have to any type of, any type of change. Right. And right. we really need to make room for that on, on an ongoing basis uh, so that we could get through, get through this in a healthy way. Yes, make room for our humanity, make room for our grief, and also... Um, I've been really inspired by hearing some of the things that are happening, you know, for how people are, you know, are, are bringing together, you know, coming together to help each other at this time. That's yeah. also part of our humanity. And I was yeah. very inspired. Um, apparently in uh, Great Britain, I think it was the day before yesterday, um, the Prime Minister Boris Johnson called for a quarter of a million people. He wanted 250,000 volunteers to step forward to help, basically, to help the National Health Service to bring meals, to bring medicine to to, uh, people who were at more risk, who didn't want to go out. And overnight, I believe there were 170,000 people signed up overnight. And then by 24 hours, I think it was after he had made the announcement, they had the the 250,000 people. So that is amazing. That's amazing. It is. It is really amazing, yeah. And 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 this this is a wonderful opportunity for all of us to step up in whatever way we can. You know, if it's calling somebody, reaching out to people, uh, taking taking food, groceries to, to individuals who cannot get out. You know, this is really a great time for all of us to step up in in any way that we can to mm-hmm. be a beneficial presence. Yes. And what's so neat is we're we're seeing that, right? We're seeing that. We're seeing the, you know, the beginnings of that in communities and in, in, uh, you know, in families, of course, and and, uh, really all all around the world. It's um, it's there are parts of it that are really um, breathtakingly beautiful, you know, how people are responding in this time of accelerated change, which is, you know, they're also dealing with their own fear, right? Right. Um, in right. order to to step up, and uh, and that's something to behold. So we're we're talking about meditation. We're talking about prayer, um, and one of the things that we haven't touched on yet is just that silence, just that little space in your day to have a little break, a little practice of silence. So, why do you think that that practice of silence? all the things we're talking about, really, but, you know, in particular silence. Um, why is that important at this time? It's, it's important at this time, especially, is because we are being, well, we we always were uh, overwhelmed already with the news, but we're really being overwhelmed with all of the news that's going on in the world. But it, it, it's, it's so important to, to just turn everything off 
turn the TV off, turn your radio off, turn your phone off, and just have a moment of silence. I call it um, spending a, a minute, a minute at a time. Mm. I'm just taking a breath and breathing in and just remembering the presence of God right where you are, just a minute at a time. Mm. And just anchor yourself in your breath and your in the awareness of your breath so that you can experience the calmness, the peace of God. The peace of God that's beyond all human understanding. Yes. And if we just take a minute at a time, you know, because a lot of people think, well, I can't, I, I can't, I can't take take time to meditate. I can't take time to to be in silence. And I'm I'm telling those who who have those um, thoughts to just take one minute, one minute of this silence, where you have nothing on, nothing around you, and just sit and concentrate and focus on your breath. Mm-hmm. And you'd be amazed at how peaceful that is and how much it brings peace to your mind and clarity so that you could begin to once again function and do what you need to do in out, out and outer. That's great advice. Those mindful moments are really lovely to scatter throughout the day to take that peace that you might experience in meditation, as we say, off the cushion and into and into the world, into your world, to whatever you're doing. Yes. So yes. one of the challenges of keeping up with a daily practice of meditation is, you know, th- uh, things do get in the way, as you were saying. People get busy. I don't have the time to do that. And then before you realize it, it's been several days, be- you know, yes. since the last time you meditated. So um, what advice do you give to people about how to – you know, keep going, start going and keep going. Yes. Well, uh, if, if you find yourself missing in your practice, you know, this, this is what, this is something that I do personally. One, find somebody who, who, who can hold you accountable, you know, uh, a partner or somebody, your wife or a friend can hold you accountable and just check in with you to, to see if you have taken time just to meditate or to, for silence or for quietness. And uh, with and uh, even though I, I said earlier to turn off the technology, you can this is where you can actually take advantage of um, technology too. But there, there are so many wonderful apps you can download and with meditation reminders on them mm-hmm. that it will uh, remind you to to, to take time out just to breathe and and uh, and to meditate. I, I know even even on my Apple Watch, there's there's an app just for breathing, and hmm. it it reminds you to to take one minute of, of breathing. And um, even though I don't always <laughs> follow it, that I do try to follow follow it at least two or three times a day. I just pause and allow myself to to just breathe into the moment. So. Find somebody who would hold you accountable and take advantage of technology uh, to set your reminders to to, to just pause mm-hmm. in the middle of your day. Yes. 
Yeah, I have a meditation app that I use. I use the Insight Meditation, uh, the free version of that one. And what I like about it is it is a really good reminder of, you know, if I'm being truthful about having a daily practice, because it shows you, it's a little display that'll show you, you know, out of the last two weeks, how many days have you meditated, you know, and uh, sometimes it's like, oops, (laughs) (laughs) I am falling off the wagon here. One of the things I like, uh, what bit of advice from Yogacharya O'Brien that I have, have appreciated is she said, you know, when you find that you haven't meditated for a little while, make it a pause and not a stop, mm-hmm. you know? So gotcha. in other words, get back to it, you know, whenever, yeah. whatever it is that's calling you within yourself back, you know, I, I, um, I think it. of that voice that calls us back to meditation as that's my, that's my higher true self. My divine self is breaking through and say, Hey, remember, right. remember how important yeah. this is. And then use that as a as an opportunity to rededicate yourself to practice. That's that's good. You guys, we we, we always uh, start over, and 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 as you start over, it, it's important to have have some compassion on yourself, and don't beat yourself up. Right. Just, just not, notice. not productive. Not productive to beat Correct. yourself up. Yeah. Correct. Just 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 notice that you haven't done it for a couple of days and. Like you said, use it as, as a pause and start over. Mm-hmm. Loving mm-hmm. yourself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah. And in our last like minute, you know, before we go, I also think it's important to have a place, to have a place where you practice um, because it can call you back. It's, yeah. I, I found that nice. So I have a little altar just with, you know, a nice, you know, photo, things that inspire me, a candle. And that is a really nice uh, place because it, it gets a, a kind of a magnetism to it, you know, where it's yeah. like, oh, you know, it, it's calling me back. I need to go back to that place. Correct. 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 Yeah. yeah. I also have a, have, a, have a special place in my home for meditation. Yeah. And uh, it, it, it really is uh, a great uh magnet to draw you back to it each time you 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 see it and you, and uh, it just says come it, it's, like, it's like calling your name that's you right <laughs> and with that we've come to the break you're listening to the yoga hour with our guest today reverend charles taylor senior minister of the universal truth center for better living in miami gardens florida which is a christian-based new thought church affiliated with the Universal Foundation for Better Living organization. Their website is utruthcenter.org. I'm Dr. Laurel Trujillo, producer and co-host of the show. When we come back, we'll explore more about meditation and prayer in these difficult times. We'll be right back. You're listening to Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. You're listening to the Yoga Hour, living the eternal way with your host, Yogacharya, Ellen Grace O'Brien. Welcome back to the Yoga Hour. I'm Dr. Laurel Trujillo, producer and co host for the show. And today, my guest is Reverend Charles Taylor 
Senior Minister of the Universal Truth Center in Miami Gardens, Florida, and their website is utruthcenter.org. So Reverend Charles, we spent the first half of the show talking about meditation, and now I'd like to turn our attention to prayer. So prayer practice is an important teaching in almost all of the world's religions. So how do you describe prayer? Yes, thank you. Um, I, I describe prayer in, in, in several ways. Um, Charles Fillmore, the um, co-founder of, of Unity, wants to describe prayer as the most accelerated mind action known. Mm. And so I take from that that um, prayer allows us to get in tune with the mind of God, mm. to to get in tune with the mind of God, to 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 be able to, it's, it's like a radio uh, signal, you mm-hmm. know. To, so, so prayer allows us to get on a station, the radio station called G-O-D, God. Mm. <laughs> right. <laughs> so prayer, mm. prayer helps us to keep our mind stayed on God. Mm-hmm. You know, scripture reminds us that it, if you keep your mind stayed on God, God will keep you in perfect peace. So prayer allows us to, to get in tune with the mind of God, to think the thoughts of God, to think thoughts of God. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's, that's one of the ways I look at prayer. Mm-hmm. I like that. Um, Paramahansa Yogananda also used that, that uh, radio analogy um, for, for various things. So uh, one of the instructions that I always have appreciated from Yogacharya O'Brien, when she's talking about prayer, she says that while praying, we should remember that we are praying in God rather than to God. That's right. And I I really love this as it helps me to remember and and really to feel that deep connection to the divine, which is what you were just saying. It it allows us to, um, to tune in. So yeah. we've talked about meditation, and now we're talking about prayer. So how do you see these two things intersecting? I, I see them working hand in hand. Um, again, prayer, you know, prayer can be um, uh, affirmative. Uh, we we use affirmative prayer, uh, which means that you're not vague and you know, beseeching God, but you're really affirming uh, what God is. That's the highest form of prayer, just mm-hmm. just praying from God. So mm-hmm. meditation allows us to 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 get quiet, to quiet the mind. And as you quiet the mind, then you're able to really hear the divine from within you. And as you hear from the divine within you, so what you hear is are the prayers that you can you can say or affirm, to affirm the nature of God, to affirm what God is, mm-hmm. that are begging and beseeching for for things. Because one of the things that we teach is, is that we already have everything we need right here, mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's no begging or beseeching needed. Just affirm mm-hmm. what is. Just affirm what is. Yes. No, I, I, I really like that. 
So what do you advise as the best time to pray? Or I, I'm guessing I, I'm guessing I know the answer, but I'll give you a chance. <laughs> well, the, my, my, my short answer is whenever it, it hits you to pray. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Anytime. Yeah, anytime. Anytime is the best time to pray. I, yeah. However, I, I, I do recommend that you get started, you, you get your day started with some form of spiritual practice. Mm-hmm. Um, as, soon as possible, because how you start your day sets, sets, sets the tone for the rest of the day. So if you could if you could get into prayer and meditation first thing in the morning before you get into the news or anything else, that would be great to set the tone for the rest of your day. And uh, But other than that, whenever the urge hits you, hits you to, to pray, praise, take time, you know, and again, it doesn't have to be long. You can pause and do a minute a minute prayer, and mm-hmm. and just 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 affirm to yourself what God is, the nature of God. Just affirm that and 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 say it out loud or say it within yourself that God is, I am, and all is well. Mm. Wow, that's a that's a lovely one. Um, I I particularly liked how you said to. Uh, have your spiritual practice first thing in the morning, because I must confess that over the last, um, well, since this whole uh, coronavirus situation has been unfolding, I have fallen into the trap of looking at the news first. And that's mm-hmm. not a good idea. Um, it's no, a strange, not. it's no. this strange time, isn't it, where everything is changing so rapidly. And so, you know, there's this tendency to just look, you know, oh, it seems so important. I have to know, you know, what's going on (laughs) as soon as I wake up. But uh, I really flipped that around and realized how important it is not to do that, you know, not to Mm. get yourself all wound up in whatever the new statistics are, you know, in your community or or in the United States or in the world, that it's really important to start with, with spiritual practice. It is, and and it's also important to to end your day as much as you can with some type of spiritual practice, whether it's sitting in silence or meditating, uh, so that as you go into the into your dream world, into your sleep state, and so forth, you can have as peaceful a sleep as possible. Mm. And um, so it's important to start your day and end your day with some type of spiritual practice. Yes, that's uh, a that's a uh, really really good piece of advice. So, well, we've talked about prayer being a good idea pretty much any time. I did also want to just put in a plug that that right after meditation is a really good time for prayer because, as we've talked about, meditation really has allowed us to sink deep into our essential self, to sink deep into our hearts, in in that silence. And so when we're concluding our practice, our hearts are open and it seems easier yeah. to feel that you are praying in God, that God is really with you and in you and through you. Um, yes. So that's that's a great way to, to start the day. And I, I also think it'd be a great way to end the day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that you can uh, just, just go to sleep in peace. That's right. So I wanted to ask you about this one uh, verse in the Bible um, where Jesus taught that the kingdom of God 
is within you. So would you tell us more about that teaching from your perspective? Sure, sure. Uh, yes, I love that teaching. Uh, the kingdom of God is within you. And um, I, I in particularly love uh, the scripture of Matthew 33 that reminds us that to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all of these things will be added to you. Uh, the kingdom of God is, is really the, the realm of infinite potential that's, that's within each one of us. Um, that we don't have to look outside of ourselves for our good, but all that we need is within the kingdom of God. And, and, and what's, what's contained within that kingdom? What's contained within that kingdom are all of the ideas of God, the ideas, the qualities of God that we need to, to tap into, to, to bring into expression. And so, to me, this, 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 this reminds us that, that, that we are already whole and complete, that we, are lack, that we lack nothing. Because uh, a lot of times we walk around in life as if we are incomplete, as if something is missing. And that causes us to go searching outside of ourselves for that which we think is missing. And uh, I saw somewhere a saying that said um, that you are who you've been looking for. That's and right. In other words, <laughs> Surprise. you have, yeah, you, you already complete. So stop looking for something or someone outside of yourself to complete you. And this is what causes us to go chasing after things and, and people and situations and circumstances. But we keep thinking that if I just get that, if I just get her, if I just get him, then that will complete me and make me whole. Mm -hmm. When all along you you already that what you need. That's right. That's right. Already within that, you. Is, that is so true. And I, I have already mentioned that one of the practices of Kriya Yoga is this self-study and that you can really mm -hmm. see that. You know, you can fall in love with a, a person. You can really think, oh, you know, if I could only have that car, right? Yeah, uh, if I could get that new car. And then you get that new car. And after a while, <laughs> and sometimes it doesn't yeah. take that long, you're like, hmm, correct. that wasn't it. <laughs> That wasn't it. That wasn't it. And, right. and, and, and during this time of, of uh, quarantine and, 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 be, and lockdown and so forth, where we don't have um, uh, too many outside, outside distractions, you know, like going to uh, the movies and entertainment and so forth, even though we're not bringing them inside the house now. But this is a really it's a good time to be reminded that we are already complete and whole that we don't need to add anything to us to make us more than what we already are. Mm -hmm. uh, this is really a good, a good time to be reminded of that. Mm -hmm. No, it's excellent. Excellent uh, time for that teaching um, that we all already have everything that yes. we need. Yes. Correct. Correct. And, yeah. and um, yeah. And, and this, this is a time that some people look at it as um, being a crisis. But, you know, um, in, in Chinese, uh, another word for crisis is opportunity. So, That's right. 
That's right. It's actually the yeah. symbol when they, uh, yeah. their, you know, Chinese characters have uh, their their little pictograms, and the symbol for for uh, crisis or emergency, it, you know, has mm-hmm. has both of those. It's like oppor- crisis and opportunity. You know, both of those Correct. things are together, right. which is a it, it's a wonderful way to hold it and think of it. It is. It is. So so during this time of crisis or emergency, this is a good time to be still and see. And, 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 and to observe what is trying to emerge, emerge and see what is trying to emerge out of you for, for, for you to bring forth, which, which, is, which is more of the kingdom of God that's within you, more of your potential. This is a wonderful opportunity for us to, to that's calling upon all of us to, to draw upon our divine potential, to bring mm-hmm. it forth, to, to, to birth a a more just and loving, caring, compassionate society. Mm-hmm. Well, it certainly is a time that uh, leads us to reflect on what is truly important to me. Yeah. What yeah. is truly important to me in this time, and uh, yeah. and to go from there. And I think a lot of people are really re- reaching for that connection that we've been talking about, that connection to this divine fullness, this divine wholeness, Mm -hmm. this divine sufficiency that's within each of us. And as we've been talking about, you know, we've given people some ideas about where to go for that, you know, that we have that within us, we can stop, we can have a meditation practice, we can have a prayer practice, you know, remember these mindfulness moments throughout the day that help us carry it through into our life, can have these prayer moments throughout the day. And I, I love that affirmative prayer, affirming what God yeah. is. Mm-hmm. How did you say it? You know, God is, I am. Right? God is, I am, and all is well. And all you is know? well. Yes. Yes. And, and we have to remember that, that, that we are made in God's image and likeness. And therefore, all that God is, I am. And and anything unlike God, I am not. So mm-hmm. it's a good time to to be reminded of that. Mm-hmm. And and if God is peace, God is joy, God is love, then I I, I am that. And and so prayer and meditation, all our spiritual practices, allows us to embody those qualities. So that we can go out, go out into the world, and do acts of kindness in the world. Yeah, this part of our conversation is reminding me of the of the um, reading that I did at the beginning from the Yogacharya O'Brien's book, Living for the Sake of the Soul. And just to go back through that, um, she talks about seeing through the chaos of challenges by affirming that a higher harmony is unfolding. We bring that inner harmony into expression, first through our faith in the transformative power of spirit, then through our conscious cooperation to do the next right thing that we know to do. Yes. Isn't Correct. that it, right? Just doing the that's next it, right thing it. that we know to do. Yes, and, and there was a part that you read that I really love that ties into the kingdom of God is within you. And I believe you said, uh, stop trying to ask God to fix things for us. 
Right. That's exactly and, it. That's it started. It yeah. started uh, started that way. It's uh, um, with spiritual maturity, we stop asking God to fix things for us. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Because and, 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 and that goes back to that the kingdom of God is within you, because if the kingdom of God is within you, then if 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 if, if we wait for God to fix things, really, we could say God is waiting for us. That's right. <laughs> That's right. You know that God God yeah. is waiting for us to show up, uh, right. because because the kingdom is within within each one of us, right? And 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 is, and is there waiting for us to bring it into expression. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, Lovely. this 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 is so powerful. Yeah. So let's turn in this last uh, several minutes of the show, let's turn to affirmation, which I know you also practice. So why do you think affirmation is important in our lives? Affirmations are important in our lives because we have to be very careful of, of one, the words that, 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 that we use on, the, on a constant basis. And, and we also have to be careful of the thoughts we think. So, uh, Affirmations is, is speaking the truth, speaking mm-hmm. the truth with a capital T, not 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 a, not a small T, but the truth with a capital T. It's, it's affirming, making firm in your mind what is the truth, the truth of what of God, the truth about yourself, the truth about life. So at, when 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 you are affirming, you're making firm. In your mind, because we know that the thoughts we think eventually become the habits of action that we take, and the actions we take in the world eventually becomes uh, show up as our character, who we are, how we show up, and so forth. But it, it all starts with a thought, the thoughts you right. think, and we should base the thoughts that we think on truth, the truth with a capital T, like I said earlier, the truth of what God is. The truth of who we are, the truth about life itself. Yes, absolutely. So, so knowing this importance of affirmation, is there an affirmation that you'd suggest for us to use at this time? Yes, there there are several, and, and actually, the one I, I said earlier about right. God is, I am, and all is well. That's and a that's a beautiful that's, one right there. Both a prayer and an affirmation. Correct, correct, and that's that's really is, is an affirmation that I that I say often to myself and to my congregation and to those I meet. You know, God is, I am, and all is well. Mm-hmm. It's, it's good to be reminded of, reminded of that 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 God is in control. God is in control, he, in spite of all that we see as far as the appearances and so forth. We have to remember that God is in control and that truly all things are working together for the greater good, even though we may not be able to see it now. But underneath all of this, something good, something great is emerging from this. And if we just stand still, just stand still and, and, and be able to see God working, then we can affirm and just know within ourselves 
that God is. Because God is, then I am. In other mm-hmm. words, I am what God is, and God is what I am. Mm-hmm. So I am made I am, I am in that. the image. Yes. Yes. I am made in the image and likeness of God, and therefore, if, if, if I am what God is, and God is what I am, I am not a victim of what's going on in this world. Right. So I, I would not allow myself to be victimized, but I would stand and know that I'm a powerful child of God. Mm-hmm. And with that power comes peace, the peace that passes all human understanding. Mm-hmm. And so with that peace, I can affirm and know that all is well, mm-hmm. that all is well, right here, right now, this very moment. But it helps me to stay anchored in the nowness of this moment, not go too far into the future to, to worry about what might happen, not looking at the past with regret about what didn't happen, but to be anchored in this now moment. In this mm-hmm. now moment, God is, I am, and all is well. That's just really beautiful and really um, makes my heart smile. So thank you for that. So here we are, the last two minutes. And in closing, what words of, of encouragement would you like to leave with our listeners? I'll let you have the last word. <laughs> <laughs> to, to stay anchored in the awareness of who you are of what God is, and just know that this too shall pass. Mm-hmm. This too shall pass. This, this is not here to stay. This is not here to harm us. But this too shall pass. And allow yourself to stay calm, to remember your spiritual practices. And the main thing is to stay calm. Because mm-hmm. in staying calm, it helps our immune system to stay healthy and whole. We don't need to go into the flight or fight mode of, of thinking or behaving, but to stay calm and to remember that we are all in this together. And that when I do my part and you do your part in keeping us all safe and healthy and calm, then we will get through this together. And when we come out on the other side, we will be bigger, stronger, and better, individually and as a society. But something great is seeking to emerge from this that will make us better. Absolutely. That's just really, really inspiring and uplifting. So... Thank you so much. You're welcome, Dr. Laura. (laughs) You've been listening to The Yoga Hour. It's been my pleasure to share this time with you. I'm Dr. Laurel Trujillo, producer and co-host of the show. And we've been discussing meditation and prayer in difficult times with our guest, Reverend Charles Taylor, the senior minister of the Universal Truth Center in Miami Gardens, Florida, which is a Christian-based New Thought Church, affiliated with the Universal Foundation for Better Living organization. Thank you so much 
for joining me today, Reverend Charles. I really, really enjoyed our conversation, and I think it's been uh, it's been a blessing for me and for our listeners. It's been a blessing for me too, and I really appreciate this opportunity. Peace and blessings to everyone. All right, thank you. Join us next week for our program, Breathe, Learn, Connect. Yogacharya O'Brien and her guest, Anastasia Shevchenko, a well-known teacher of yoga in Berlin, Germany, will be discussing how the practices of yoga, including uh, breath practices, meditation, and yoga postures, or asanas, support our emotional, mental, and physical health, as well as deepen our connection with others and with the divine within There are lots of online programs now through the Center for Spiritual Enlightenment. You can check those out at the website csecenter.org. Also, Yogacharya's author website, ellengraceobrien.com. It's O-B-R-I-A-N.com. The Yoga Hour is a service project of the Center for Spiritual Enlightenment, a meditation center in the Kriya Yoga tradition CSE welcomes people from all backgrounds who are seeking self and God realization, a path to spiritually conscious, fulfilled living in today's world. Remember to subscribe to the Yoga Hour podcast at iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you are getting your podcast now. And if you are appreciating and enjoying the show, think about sharing it with a friend. Thank you to the Yoga Hour team founder, director, and host of the Yoga Hour, Yogacharya O'Brien, assistant producer Ann Hayes, CSE's global media outreach manager, Holly Gray, and Jeff Comfort and Louis Pagan in the sound booth at unityonlineradio.org. I look forward to being with you again. Until then, remember, you carry your own healing and wholeness within you. Share your peace and joy with all you meet. Bye now. Thanks for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Let go of everyday worries and find your calm with positive prayer from Silent Unity, the newest in voice-activated technology, available on any Alexa-enabled device like the Amazon Echo. Each prayer and meditation on positive prayer will help strengthen, guide, and comfort you. To enable it, just say, Alexa, open positive prayer. You can ask for a specific prayer on topics like healing, prosperity, and comfort. Give it a try today.